0: Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on ScoreNorth and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Here to enjoy myself and obviously with two great people, and you too. Excited, really, just to understand where I could potentially be. Uh, Looks like the Bucks are out of the picture, but excited to look at all the other options. But you do want to play, of course. Uh, I think I've got a lot of great talent left in my uh, engine, and people have felt that before. Interesting reports coming out yesterday. From uh, the NFL Dead Zone that will get you, in case you're wondering who that large 300-pound behemoth was. That was Ndamukong Su on the set of NFL Live. That was pretty recent, Declan? That was uh, two days ago. Okay. Two days ago, Monday. He jumps on ESPN, says, I'm open for business, I still want to play, and then reports start coming out 24, 48 hours later. This is Purple Daily. Kind of a, a bonus, I don't know if I would say emergency episode, but this is definitely a bonus episode, so... Uh, we got we got Judd ready to rock and roll with his
1: takes. rankings
0: later on on a different episode. Write that down, predictions. But uh, this reckless speculation edition of Purple Daily, presented by our friends at TCL, redefine creativity with the TCL thirty G five G smartphone. Sorry, thirty V five G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast five G speed, an AI powered fifty megapixel triple camera system. Whoa. That's right, and hit them with this one. football. Oh, right. Ultra realistic and true mm. to life visuals powered by Next Vision and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. Joe do you want to come help me uh, hang
2: my TCL TV? I
1: thought you oh, already that, that had didn't that happen. I that that thought still that was going to happen.
0: happen. That, uh,
2: we well, went, that went, va- we went on vacation. Um I'm trying to coordinate. I go to the twins game tonight. I got a lot of moving parts. I was moving out of the last stuff of my old apartment yesterday. I, I just need someone to come over and help me hang this hang this.
1: Teacher. I thought your friend was going to help you out.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll see
0: if if he actually comes through with that.
1: Oh wow! I'll give you. So, I I have a whole twelve oh.
2: pack of surly in the fridge. I just put one in the fridge for you if you wanted to come over and help.
0: Are you out on the friend? Is the friend not doing this I anymore? I think the friend might be a little flaky on this. Might be a little flaky. Oh, wow. See, I, I heard. Ooh, that's going to be a, a half point off the board for Eric, and write that down later today. Yeah. We'll explain that on the Mackie and Judd write that down episode.
1: Oh, huh, okay, all right. I'll get in A week and half ago. Come do it. I heard that this friend was reliable. I heard that this friend was <laughs> hanging TVs all over the Twin Cities area, and now I'm hearing that this friend uh, is flaking out.
0: Mm, that's side hustle. Side hustle is not going to hustle itself if you mm-hmm. don't to c- commit to hanging people's TVs. Anyhow, let's yeah. talk about this yes. interesting tweet from Tyler Dragon, USA Today. Yes, Tyler Dragon. What an amazing <laughs> NFL insider name here from Tyler Dragon, USA Today. Football. He says a dragon there's bomb. <laughs> a dragon, dragon bomb. bomb.
1: It's a dragon bomb.
0: What's what, what he's a like breathing fire. He's That's breathing, breathing, <laughs> breathing, takes and reports. All right. He says there's mutual interest between the Raiders and Indomitian Su per a source. Another team to keep an eye on is the Minnesota Vikings. The Raiders and Vikings have both had multiple conversations with the free agent defensive tackle. What do you make of this? Ndamakung Su open for business available. And the Vikings have had some sort of conversation with him about joining the Vikings' new defense.
1: So, Dominic and Sue has been on ESPN's show, NFL show, for at least, I think, the past two days. Declan played the one from two days ago, and then he was on again yesterday after this news broke. And they sort of talked about it, but they didn't really acknowledge the Dragon Bomb, which disappoints me. Um, and two days ago, in the episode where Declan just played the clip from... Mina Kimes went through some teams and, like, was just basically, it seemed like spitballing Raiders. I think they talked about the Rams again, blah, blah, blah. Uh, within the two shows, though, I never heard the Vikings broached, which is interesting because the Dragon tweet says, oh, no, the Vikings have inquired. Dude, the, the Dragons Dragon got tweet. the
0: Vikings all up in this mix right now. Exactly. All up in this mix. But in Dominic and Sue,
1: like, they talked about it, but nobody's throwing out the Vikings. So. I guess my question is this: Does that mean that Indomit and Sue has indeed and his representatives talked to the Vikings and is not interested, and so they're just blowing the Vikings off, or does it mean that the Vikings are so involved in this process, but they're the they're the mystery team, hush hush, the mystery team, shh, not a mystery
0: anymore, not when you and float that, that news to Tyler Dragon, the, well, the Dragon from got USA it out today, today. ESPN,
1: ESPN with Shefty on the show yesterday, didn't. And so I have to wonder if the Vikings have been like, we don't want this out there, but we want you. I think it's interesting. And here's, I guess here's my question. So if it is the Raiders and the Vikings, would you prefer the opportunity to play in the middle of a line that has uh, Chandler Jones and Max Crosby providing the pressure, which is what the Raiders do or would you prefer the Daniil Hunter Zadarius Smith now I know that there's things like the town that you're playing in the sexiness of playing in Vegas as opposed to playing for the Vikings but you know just from a football standpoint which would you prefer here's my
0: my sense and I've and I've I I do have some thoughts on how this could work, and you you might think, oh, wait a second, he's more of an interior defensive lineman who can slide a little outside, but they already have a lot of beef in Dalvin Tomlinson, Harrison Phillips, so how would this work? I've got some thoughts on that, but my initial thought is, he probably, think about this, he's 35 years old, he's already got his ring, you know, he's he's looking for sort of probably a part-time role at this point. I don't think he's going to get, you know, 800 snaps as a full-time player at that age. His performance is not quite what it was five to seven years ago. So if you're going to scale back to a part-time role and uh, and, and you're looking to compete, but you're also looking to maybe enjoy your life a little bit, I think he probably has the Vegas Raiders at the top of his list and maybe the Vikings more as a fallback and a leverage play, and that's why you haven't heard the Vikings floated more seriously or why he just hasn't flat-out signed with the Vikings yet, who do have some cap space to play with if they want to. So that's, that's my gut is that, yeah, like, they're probably a fallback option. But at the end of the day, where do you want to spend the last year or two of your career after you've already won a ring in you know, Vegas? You probably want to hang out in Vegas. I see that. So um, my biggest question was, well, how, how would they use him? So he's been primarily a three technique throughout his career. But there is an interesting wrinkle here. He played quite a bit of nose tackle in 2018 with the Rams 3-4 defense. He was in in Los Angeles for one year in 2018. Uh Uh, But but he's largely been a three technique. Uh, In four three schemes, he's been a three technique. This is a 3-4 in which I don't think they would ask him to play nose tackle because Dalvin Tomlinson, although he didn't play a lot of it last year, probably fills that role most often on this year's team. But the interesting thing about... Sue is he can still get after opposing quarterbacks from the interior. And if you look at the last couple of years, I'm going to get real football-y on you guys here real right. quick. Football. Right? Even in his old age, he can spread out wider. So he actually lined up in half of his snaps last season with Tampa Bay, he lined up either over a tackle or outside of a tackle. So if you're the Vikings and you're looking for hand in the dirt, maybe you've got Zadarius and Daniil Hunter, more outside linebacker types and and they're roaming and they're maybe lining up in different places. You could get away with even at 35, putting Sue in more of an outside role, hand in the dirt in that three, four defense, just based on what he's done the last couple of years. Uh, And by the way, the Denver Broncos, which is where Ed Donatel is coming from. They actually used a rotation of like five different guys at three technique last year. All of them played between 200 and 400 snaps, including former Viking Shamar Stefan. So, so the, Ed Donatill likes to have just a group of guys, Harrison Phillips, Dalvin Tomlinson, possibly Indomitian Sioux. Daniil Hunter can put a hand in the dirt, right? DJ Wan, I'm over here. So I think they they want, like, five or six guys that you could sort of rotate in and out, and maybe a couple guys that could play both hand in the dirt and outside linebacker like Zadarius Smith and Daniel Hunter. So I can see how this would fit. I just don't know that the Vikings are number one on his list. That's my gut reaction.
1: And here's the problem, too, uh, from – sue's aspect he's almost certainly at his age of what 35 now going to sign a one-year contract if he does that it's going to be based i think largely on playing time incentives and incentives and so i think the team that gives him the best chance to play more is going to be the team that he probably leans towards because if you're part of a big rotation stew right and you're coming in you're going out you're coming in going out well you're not going to reach things like sack incentives and potentially playing time as much so I think the team that probably can promise him the biggest role although it might not be considered full-time is going to win cuz his contract is almost certainly going to have to include incentives that that basically pay him for production after the fact.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and he in to this point he is used to being mostly a full-time player like you know and he's he's been very durable too, considering how long he's played in the NFL, but he has played there's usually about 1,000 snaps to go around, you know, somewhere around there, 1,100 or 1,000 snaps in a full season for defensive players. And, um, you know, if you look at his career to this point, he has played mostly between, well, he played 718 last year, which is a career low, and all the way up to like 1,000 when he was in Miami, you know, after he signed that big contract leaving Detroit. So uh, if he scales back to a part-time role, he's which he's almost certainly going to have to do at this age, he's going to play the fewest snaps it's going to be kind of like Sheldon Richardson going into a part-time role, right. you know, later in his career. I think Sheldon might still be younger, actually, than uh, than Kung Su. But um, I'm I'm all for it. I think my question for you guys is: Okay, if you got a few bucks burning a hole in your pocket here, and you can get creative with, you know, no one's breaking the bank here in the middle of June for a free agent contract, but. You got you got Sue, who's just sort of a fraction of what he used to be, but could still be valuable for you in a part time role. We bring up the name JC Treder on this show all the time because he's one of the top five or six centers in the league, still unsigned, probably because of injury questions and you know, he has a small list of teams that he'd like to he doesn't just want to sign with someone to grind out a bad season. He'd like to win. What would you rather do? Would you rather add a defensive piece like Sue, or would you rather add, even if he's got some knee problems, a JC Treader? on the other side of the ball. I
2: think I lean towards Sue and to your point of Sue being now a part-time player, he only played in 63% of the snaps for Tampa Bay last season. And he's just been declining the last three years. But I think I have more trust in a part-time former all pro defensive tackle who can get creative and can still get after the quarterback to the point where JC Treder's knees are still in question. And I, I think I may have brought this point to the last time we've been kicking around the JC Treder ideas that, it's so hard to step in and learn an offense like that. And center's like one of the most valuable positions on on the football field. He's one of the smartest guys in the entire football field. And even though we haven't started training camp, it's June 22nd and you're behind the eight ball and learning this playbook already. So I think it's a taller task for JC Treder to step in, learn this new complicated offense and make an impact where Sue, I think, can be plugged into Ed Donatel's system, be that part-time rotational player, and still be an effective guy. So if it's the same amount of money or so, I think I lean towards Sue over J.C. Treder.
1: Sue's the sexier name, but I'm going with Phil's guy. I'm going Treder. I want the guy. I don't, look, I will say this until I'm proven 1,000% wrong. I don't trust Garrett Bradbury. I don't trust him. I think that there is a level of play that I don't think putting on 10 to 12 pounds can fix. Um, and, and yes, there would be a learning curve for Treder, but he's been around for a long time. He can learn. The other thing with him too, is he's got the bad knees, but the amount that he was still playing for the Browns is absolutely incredible. So like he, he clearly plays through pain. Uh, this team's all in on getting Kirk everything they possibly can to help Kirk. I don't think Garrett Bradbury helps Kirk. So if it came down to Sewer or Treader, Sue's the more fun name of the two, but Treader's the guy that I had.
0: Yeah, if I'm getting – it's it's just weird that I get why Sue is still out there because he's 35 and he's declining, like Declan said. Treader sitting out there is a little bizarre, and it has to be because of his knees, mostly. If I'm getting something close to a full version of Treader health-wise, if he needs to take practice off once in a while – I don't care. Declan brings up a good point, though. Okay, how far into this thing do you mean? A starting center is going to have to have a really firm grasp on the playbook, and he's a veteran. I'm sure he could crash course it and figure it out if they signed him in the next week or two. All right, you got a month until training camp. Go study up, right? Uh, But if I'm getting the current version of Sue or the full version, semi healthy version of Treader, I'll take the center because I think he moves the needle more for the team. Um. You know, if there's questions about whether Treader can even play half the season if 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 his knees are shot, then yeah, give me some more depth along the defense. We see the, the part of the problem with this defense last year is okay, Daniel Hunter goes down, and then Michael Pierce goes down, and they're leaning on guys that just have no business playing a bunch of snaps in an NFL game. Right. And so the more depth you can add here to this equation, okay, uh, Dalvin Tomlinson's hurt for two weeks. Oh, that's fine. We're you know we're gonna just plug Sue into a starting role here, and you know. Better depth than last season, so I you know, Listen, I'm good with either one of these things, and they still have some money to spend. So yeah, bring someone in in the next three or four weeks and make this team better.
1: Without divulging too much, Phil, I will say it feels like you are well embedded in the Treader camp, and <laughs> my I middle think... name is is actually Treader now. Treader, that's right and ahead. that's why you've been throwing him out. <laughs> but I feel, but I feel like the Treader camp would tell, like if he. He strikes me as the type of guy who, if he flat out couldn't play, would say, "I'm done playing."
0: Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know that for sure.
1: No, I know, but I'm just saying. I feel like the. I feel like the intelligence that you get in Seattle, where it just all flows in, the Treader information. <laughs> The intelligence is he wants to play. There are some, there are
0: some, uh, some well-known extended Treader cousins in the Pacific so, Northwest. Yes.
1: It well, is. that's all I'm saying is it's it a, feels like a
0: region like of Treaders out
1: here. You're being told he wants to play. Well, if you're <laughs> yes. being told he wants to play, I don't think J.C. Treader is telling the, the camp I don't want to play, and they're like, "Oh, you should play." So that's why I'm, I find it to be interesting.
0: I'm being told he wants to play. I'm being told he has a very short list of teams he'd want to play for, teams that can potentially compete, win a Super Bowl. I'm told the Vikings are on that short list. And I'm also told if he doesn't get what he wants team-wise or contract-wise, and he's, I don't know exactly what he's asking for, but you know, I think he's reasonable at this point in his career. He's made enough money that he's okay sure. retiring if needed, but he wants to play. You know.
1: That's what I'm saying. So, And in, in the case of Sue, I will say this, and I don't know if he cares, but I think it's important. I would rather take a chance on playing for a first-year coach in Kevin O'Connell than Josh McDaniels. I don't trust Josh. I mean, I know he learned, but that Denver thing was a complete disaster. I think he's got the people skills of a snail. Mm-hmm. Um like I think he's a good coordinator. A I, snails are bad, I don't are think it's snail. Movies. I
0: think a snake. Snake probably okay. is a little bit better word. Take
1: your pick of condescending, really. I guess mean I've never heard anyone cast shade yeah.
0: upon snails for their bad people skills before. Yeah, that's, I, that's well, the I just first don't think snails ever.
1: really have a... p I don't think they really have the ability to I'm identify. I mean, the small snail brain. But anyway, I would think I would rather play for what the. I think I like what the Vikings are doing more be, because there's an unknown fun to it. Uh, if things don't go well in Vegas, Josh McDaniels, I don't trust him one bit.
0: Well, but it's been what ten years since he. Are you talking about more the the Colts thing or the
1: Broncos thing or or both? I'm talking about I'm talking about the Broncos thing, the Colts thing, and the thing that Dex probably used the right word. I think he's sort of a snake. Well, but Bill Belichick and Tom Brady
0: swear by him that he was a huge part of, of building.
1: Right, because the Bill has and... b- because Bill has his thumb on you. Bill's good at that. Like Bill's really good at that. Um, I think when you release Josh into the National Football League wild, it changes it.
0: And he says he's learned and you know he's reflected on I- some of the mistakes and whatnot. Of course, he's going to say that. I'm no, complimenting- I'm going to do the exact same thing. I'm going to yeah. hire and displace a bunch of coaches and then pull a U-turn. I'm them complimenting. All
1: KOC, because it feels like he's got the right idea as far as coaching people.
0: You know, KOC seems like a guy that you could drink a beer with, doesn't he? Just a guy you could sit down and cheers a couple Surleys with.
1: Just oh, a
0: down-to-earth guy.
1: A thousand percent. In fact, I, I should call him right now. I should say, KOC, meet me at the bar where we will cheers to the summer of Surly, of course, with perhaps Furious, perhaps a Supreme, or maybe the new personal favorite of Judd in the summer of Surly, the Logic Bomb, which is mm. Declan can tell you too, is absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, you cannot go wrong. Surly Brewing. And, you know, as always, when you're enjoying that Surly, just take a second, take out the phone, take a shot of the can, take a shot of the beer, and show us your cans. You at Jay's Zol again on Twitter.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you're a business owner out there too, Federated Mutual Insurance Company has a lot of experience. Been around longer than Sue has, for sure. They've been around for 100 years, based in Owatonna, Minnesota, and they're all about helping maximize your business through risk management tools and resources. Find out more about how they can help maximize your business at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business, to protect what yours. Boy. All right. Uh, what is your, does your gut say that uh, Sue is going to be a Viking or No. What are are the percent chances that Sue is a Viking?
1: I actually think it's pretty small. Um, I think it feels like the Vegas situation intrigues him more. My percent chances Sue is a Viking, I'll put him at like 20%. I'll put him at 20. Yeah, I,
2: I think like probably 25 or 30 at this point. I think he's probably waiting for the Raiders to sign him and would like to probably... I know the Vikings plan in an indoor stadium and have a nice now new, newer facility in TCO, but I'm guessing he probably still wants to be with, with the Raiders. So I put it like 25, 30, but it would be a great addition
0: um, and a little more excitement to add in the off season. A couple other factors. Uh, maybe he wants revenge against the Lions for you know, oh, yeah. just being kind of crappy when he was there. Uh, on the flip side... <laughs> The last seven years, he has played in maybe the three warmest weather cities, Miami, Los Angeles, and Tampa Bay. Yeah. So if he really likes playing in warm weather, fun cities, which Miami, Tampa Bay, and Los Angeles are, another notch in the belt for Las Vegas, right?
1: I think for a guy like that to join the Vikings, it would almost have to be, from the Vikings' perspective, a 2009-type team, like where you say they are ready to pop. Like, I don't really want to play so, in the cold, but they are that good. So if I mean,
0: he if he sees them as that, that's interesting validation, right?
1: Yes, but my guess is he doesn't, and that's also why he probably is like, I'm not going to go freeze my ass off for months to be with what might be a decent team, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think there's
0: some guys who look at the Raiders. I'm not saying that they're correct, but, hey, they moved on Devontae Adams. A lot of guys really like Derek Carr, even though he's got some fatal flaws, too. And you say what you said about Josh McDaniels, but I think there's a lot of guys that would die on a hill for Josh McDaniels too. Again, not saying that they're right; he's got to prove it. But it just it just kind of feels like the Raiders are a destination right now, just a kind of a cool place to be in the NFL. So maybe yeah, that'll that. fall through, and the Vikings can can uh, you know pick up the scraps here. We'll see.
1: It, it feels so like in a potential old school Vikings move, though, right? Like the old like like oh, that's a guy who's a big name from five years ago.
0: Yeah, it's actually kind of a Twins move, too.
1: Yeah, very true. Touche with your list <laughs> yesterday of pitchers. All right, that
0: is uh, just kind of an emergency slash bonus episode here. We saw that Sue news drop on uh, the other episode today. Be on the lookout for Write That Down Predictions accountability session and the latest portion of Judd's top 25 Vikings of all time on Purple Daily.